Everybody, welcome in the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. The road to 16-0 and is on for the Jaguars. Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken on a victory Monday after the Jags beat the Giants. The Gators lose the streak to Kentucky. Florida State almost loses to Samford. That's not Stanford. It's Samford. Oh, my goodness, whatever happened to college football around these parts. But let's begin with the Jags, Dan. A win is a win. You were at MetLife Stadium. Your hair didn't even get wet. It still looks good. Thank you, friend. Nice win. Yeah, it was a great win. Listen, a road win in the NFL is great. I I think I'm looking back now, and I you know, I want to try to change the narrative a little bit. I, too much negativity from Jaguar fan about this thing. I mean, listen, Crazy. this isn't this isn't forty-seven to three unless you're the Baltimore Ravens and you draw the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that just doesn't happen in the NFL. You get a victory. It's a hard fought against. I think a very improved Giants team. I think Saquon Barkley's going to be a star. Odell Beckham's back. I, listen, um, that was a good win for the Jags and, and and really an important win with New England coming up on deck. We'll get to them in a minute, but I, I thought there was a lot of good things. Now the offense got stagnant in the second half and there were too many penalties those are the two things that need to be addressed this week uh most importantly along with Leonard Fournette's health yeah Dan that's not underplay for me I don't underplay I think it was a massive win like huge because 0-1 in this city with New England coming to town wouldn't have felt so good especially the way the offense played so to get the W and now be on track to maybe play even better next week and beat New England and then what's to come as at least as you start to look for things I think it is a huge win for the Jags. Not to say they wouldn't have been able to overcome it, but let me just remind folks, you go 0-2, which is certainly plausible if you lose the first one with New England coming in. Only 12% of the teams make the playoffs after going 0-2. Listen, so it's a big, big win. And it, and it also evidence the change in culture that the Jaguars have had over yeah, the last is. year because this is a game they lose two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago. And the expectation of this fan base. Correct. So for... For the de- and, and also for the defense. Look, the last time the defense was on the field in the game that mattered, they gave up two fourth-quarter touchdowns. So um, they got a couple stops on the Giants at the end and kept them out of the end zone. And unsung hero, and I, I, you know, shame on me for not mentioning it yesterday, and maybe you did today, or DJ Hayden had two big plays. There was a, a big tackle on Saquon Barkley that kept them short of a first down and then, of course, the fourth down play at the end of the game. Um, he made more plays – now, look, Aaron Colvin was a very good nickel corner for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He wasn't all over the field last D.J. Hayden made two very important plays for the Jags yesterday. That was good to see. I thought there were a couple underrated plays. That one you mentioned, and the last one could have gone 50-50. I yeah. mean, there was a little grab there, but they get away with that stuff all the time. I would have been NFL. upset if they threw a flag. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They threw enough flags. And not to say the officiating was bad, uh, but they threw enough flags. He could have got him because he didn't turn his head around. But, he listen, they ran a pick. They ran picks on him. There was a play yesterday that, you know, that – where, where, and I don't know if they showed it on television, but uh, uh, the wide receiver ran right into AJ and, and, and Ramsey and blew him off the ball. And that's why Odell that was the Beckham early Jr. catch. Yeah, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. waited for that like 25 yard catch. Yeah, that was ridiculous. How do yeah. you let that happen? Yeah, they took two guys out, took on, two guys on, the, out? on the pick play. I agree with you. Uh, so I listen. Uh, good stuff overall. I think a couple of hidden plays, uh, what I want to mention was DJ Chark as well on special teams. Good stuff. I'd like to see him in the passing game now. Yeah. And uh, and and also the fourth down, the two point conversion stop. A Calais Campbell stood nice. him up. I mean, Barry it, Church pulled him back. Barry Church pulled him back. Barry Church, Barry Church had a good game. I he thought, did. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody today. Barry Church got beat. A, listen, Barry Church, uh, and you know I'm a huge fan of 40. Yeah, yeah. Guy. I like you know because he's 
listen, how many times did he have tackle for losses down? They were down two. There, uh, in the goal uh, uh, in the red zone, and then he pulled them back on that on that two point conversion. Barry Church makes plays. They're going to get. By the way, safeties are going to get beat sometimes yes. down the field. That's just going to. I don't care how good the receivers. They, they were going so to when, get beat. When Odell gets handed off, I'm not sure that's really a good scheme to hand <laughs> yeah. off Odell to to one of the safeties. Hey, Ronnie Harrison got some playing time, and so did Taven Bryan. Harrison flashed a little bit, though he missed a tackle on that Saquon Barkley touchdown. He did he did okay, and and I think we're going to see more of him because he's a big physical guy. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, the Jags defense looks good. All right, let's. I want to do this with the Jags game because we all know what happened. Everybody's talking about the same things. Give me three things that are a really good sign for this football team, and three things of concern. All right, well, and if you need me to help and give you time, I can give you time. No, I can do it. A really good, really good signs off the top of my head. A really good sign was Leonard Fournette running the football when he was healthy. A nine for 41. He's looked like he looked in during camp. He looks like he's poised to have a great year. Got to keep him healthy, but uh, that's certainly one. Uh, D.D. Westbrook had some nice catches. Keelan Cole had a nice catch. Receivers, though, got to work on continuing in the second half. They kind of disappeared uh, a little bit. And uh, a really good sign is, is well, I mean, what do we say about the defense? They had a couple sacks, but they were around Eli. They, the Giants – came out with a game plan because they knew their offensive line couldn't handle the Jags' D-line with Eli rolling out, Eli getting rid of the ball quickly, short passes. So I thought that was also a good sign. The, the Jags' defense is as good as advertised, and they get Dante Fowler Jr. back this week. Right. So that is well, a good sign. McCray had a sack. He played well, too. They showed depth. See, that yeah. was one of my good things. Yeah. I mean, because you will have injuries down the road. You mentioned Harrison. We mentioned DJ Hayden. But we also think Patman can do a pretty good job yes. when he comes in. If he does, Taven Bryan will get snaps, and they put him in at some critical times. I was, was surprised game, yeah. when he was in. Avery Jones with the big deflection. So you had guys. I thought that was very positive the depth continues to grow with this defense and we already know how good it is you know I, I don't know if we saw a lot out of Austin Safarian Jenkins right but on the touchdown it was a play that needs to be made and he made it so if he starts making those without him getting called back I like oh, the he, idea he, that in essence he would have had four catches uh, yesterday Blake uh, got one tipped he was wide open for a first he was, down yep. so there's a first down the touchdown and he had two catches that I can remember so there's four catches which would have been fine if you get four catches a game and you're a tight end you're getting 64 catches on the season everybody's happy yeah 20 to 15 game Dan they win special teams they get a turnover on special teams yeah. and they kick two more field goals from Lambo, which we just think is automatic, automatic now because yeah. he's been so good and uh is that it for me yeah Austin Sphere and Jenkins yeah. defense and that now I'll, I'll start with concerns I was a little disappointed in Nathaniel Hackett. I thought he'd have more. Mm-hmm. And I, I give him a little bit of an excuse. You never game plan thinking your guy is going to leave the game. Right. You're, you, they don't think Leonard Fournette's leaving the game. And what people are asking me nonstop today, and you two yesterday, I'm sure, is where is Corey Grant? <laughs> I woke up this morning, Ty says, where's Corey Grant? Why didn't they use Corey Grant? <laughs> well, my opinion on that, and I don't know, but we'll ask him maybe later in the week, is that their packages included Fournette and Grant. Not we necessarily Yeldon and Grant. They had things in their form, but they didn't get to him. They didn't so. get to him. But don't yeah. you think they get to him more because Fournette That's a good point. is in there with Grant? They got him the ball the first time, too, and that, that was the play they used against New England so effectively, and, and the Giants were waiting for I it. thought the Giants were waiting for some of those plays. They took the screen play away. Yeah. So what defense did they – They weren't going to let him screen. They weren't going to let him screen. Yeah. So, I, again, I was – but still – the second quarter, when Fournette left the game, they go down the field with Didi Didi twice, yeah. right, and they end up scoring that touchdown. Then they stop doing it. Yeah. You can still play aggressive football. If you look at the last two second halves for the Jags, not good. 
AFC Championship game in this. And so I was a little disappointed in that. Uh, There's concern. Cam Robinson has to be a bit of a concern. Wasn't good in the preseason, I think in the third game. Mm -hmm. Wasn't good here uh, with some of the disciplinary problems. And uh, obviously Fournette's health. Everything builds around Fournette's health. The bigger concern on the O-line for me, and Cam, you can't jump off sides, but that's fixable. Andrew Norwell did not play well at all. He didn't. Two two huge plays, a sack and and a penalty. I was watching uh, um, just today looking through some video and stuff, and there was one where he was supposed to pull and he didn't get over and, and the running back got blown up. I, I don't think he had a good game at all. Now, he missed some camp. He did. So, you know, benefit of the doubt on that. But I don't think – I think he would tell you it was not one of his better games. He didn't give up a sack all last year. So they say. Yeah. Well, he gave up one already this year. So uh, And cost him a touchdown. And cost him a touchdown with a hands to the face, which is aggressive, which I get, but you can't, you can't let that happen. That happens. So, overall, the offensive line is what it is. I mean, look. Blake's forty-one yard run helped the helped the running stats obviously a, a great deal, but that's part of the, that's part of it. So, and they protected him well. I think was he sacked just one time? I think yeah, he which was, is, which is fine. Pretty so, good protection. Yeah, overall, you know, uh, but the stagnation of the offense and the penalties are the two big things for me. Uh, you cannot have eleven penalties for one hundred and sixteen. You can't give up one hundred and sixteen yards of real estate. That's way too much in a in a close football game. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes you're going to get. I don't think Jalen got – I read somewhere Jalen didn't get a P.I. last year during the regular season. Um, that, that somebody said that. Right. And, and, I thought it sounded right. Maybe it was holding yeah, instead. Yeah, but. but if that's the case, he got one yesterday. Um, look, that was a kind of a wash. That's, I, I asked a bunch of people who won that battle. Who won the, It's hard to say. It's hard to decipher. Odell Beckham Jr. got about five or six – like, here, here are some stat patterns. Yeah, Odell. get the ball in your hands. Nobody else is open. We need 20 yards, but here's five try and get five more yep. and step out of bounds. I mean, those happened frequently, I thought, yesterday. But he is explosive. Yeah, and you got a good player. And the Giants moved him around. They, they tried. They I schemed mean, well. Yeah. They got him on Barry Church a couple of times. I, I mean, that's really pretty good. I was happy about the Jaguars' run defense. Minus the one play, they shut down Saquon Barkley, and they were all raving about him after the game. So. I was disappointed in the Ramsey Beckham matchup because they didn't you go mono more, mono, yeah, you, you know, that. and you never really got it because the Jags actually played some zone. I give I give them credit actually. This is a game where you can get ego involved, especially with that Ramsey matchup. Right. And I'll even give credit to Ramsey. He backed off on Thursday. He said it's a team game, right. you know, and he said it after the game. He's done a complete 180 from his summer of of quotes. But at the same time, this defense, which has some ego, which has some swagger, said, you know what, the best thing for me to do is. For us to do is keep him in front of us and get no game-changing play by Beckham. Right. It was almost a game-changing play by Barkley, but not by Beckham. Now Eli could have hit him for a touchdown. He had he had the defense beat on that one down uh, in the first half. Uh, he got him beat, but Eli missed him. So that was that could have been one. You know, on a side note, and this is just small potatoes, but football is such a different game now. I can't imagine our fathers, uh, football fans, or or grandfathers or whatever watching guys after the game just show so much love for each other and trading jerseys it's such become such a commonplace thing now it's 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 crazy the smiles and the hugs and it's just you know you just it, it's so different than the way it used to be it's, I never have a problem with it I never have a problem with Dan here's what I say I think it is now and I would do this we survived the game yeah. like we survived the game healthy 
and we get another oh, paycheck. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, I think there's oh, an yeah. element of that. It's a dangerous game. It is a dangerous and, game. And for them to breathe after the game and yeah. say, hey, you know what? I'm standing on my two legs. I feel pretty good still. And here's my jersey. Here's your jersey. There's a lot of respect for guys that mm-hmm. play the game. I mean, listen, we have a ton of respect for the guys that play the game. I can only imagine how the great ones feel about each other, yeah. knowing what they have to do to but play. A great win, nonetheless, for the Jags. And now, now we get Patriots week. It's on to Patriots week. It's exciting. We already kicking it off today uh, i can't wait for 425 sunday all right last one on this uh so we can move on where where's this rank in terms of regular season games big games i guess it's up there I, I talked about that a little bit the other day i thought you know just on its own maybe the biggest regular season game in history but with that said what's at stake here right i mean it's like there's been games where there's a playoff spot on the line. You Absolutely. have to win. So yeah. those games probably are, are a little bit bigger in terms of how you rate them. But just in its in its own entity, Tom Brady, the Patriots, AFC Championship rematch here in Jacksonville, team expected to be really good this year. It's got to be up there. Yeah, and I think it's one we look back more and say that was one of the biggest games in franchise history because if the Jags win, home field advantage, you know, you perhaps know, a changing of the guard. You know I know it's a big game. We're this week on a Monday. We're this talking week, about it. we're a tough ticket town. We are. You get to be a tough ticket town. That's that's a good sign. Yeah, every water cooler should be talking about this game all that's week. It's a tough long. ticket town for once. I mean, you. Uh, uh, somebody was telling me today. Oh, they want two hundred dollars for standing room only tickets. I'm like, yeah, this is the one. This is a tough ticket town. Welcome week. to the NFL. We're never. We're very rarely have we been a tough ticket town. <laughs> we are finally a tough ticket town at least this week. So that's good. You know who's not a tough ticket town? Who? Gainesville. No, there'll be plenty of seats on Saturday, four o'clock in the swamp against Colorado State. Yeah bad uh listen the streak's going to end at one time or another but this is the problem dan the uh the gator football program has gone down on the 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 ladders of notches yeah has gone down kentucky's come up a little bit give them some credit but uh they should have won the last two years i'm not sitting here saying kentucky's passing them by yeah but that's what the conversation is now is that gators and kentucky are in the same breath kentucky battled central michigan is that correct yeah did Central Michigan play Kansas this week? Yes, and lost. And Kansas beat them at Central Michigan for yes. their first road win in like like forever. Forever. Kentucky's okay. Credit to Kentucky. They kicked Florida's ass. They really did. I mean, I, I you love using that word on the podcast. I used it on on Twitter for the first time. Oh, yeah. You were on, upset on Saturday night. You were upset. No, they kicked our ass. Yeah, and they were physically better. Physically on both lines of scrimmage, but. The and so everybody immediately wants to blame the quarterback. Felipe Franks is what he is. I'd play the other guys, but that aside, listen, it wasn't his fault. It's look at look in the mirror. Every one of those players who played in that game did not play well. Uh, the offensive line was terrible. The defensive line. We keep hearing how good these players are. They didn't touch that quarterback. Didn't touch him. Oh, he had a clean he pocket. Had seven and a half Third Mississippi and to throw a touchdown pass. It was embarrassing. I. What my the bigger issue here is now Florida. You, I keep waiting for rock bottom. I thought losing to Georgia Southern was rock bottom. I thought another four win season was rock bottom. You know, right now I think the Florida Gators are like the eleventh or twelfth team in the SEC. I would say eleventh might be kind. You know, I mean that's how bad it is uh, in Gainesville. And so, Dan Mullen, you've got. Uh, you've got a freebie year here because, you know, it's not your fault. Yeah, but, yeah. Dan Mullen, you got to fix it. And maybe, you know, do you want to go into next year without another option at quarterback? 
Do you honestly think that you can make Felipe Franks an outstanding quarterback who can win games for you? Well, not next year. Because if you can't, then play Trask and play and Jones. Jones. They need Emory Jones to be good next year. And by the way, Felipe Franks can't run. And if your quarterback's going to run a lot, put Jones in and yeah. let him run because three-yard gains aren't going to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, uh, there's a lot of issues, though. They're down. The, the, you know, look, some of it's on. It's going to be three years, Dan. Butters, he left him with. You know, their defensive backfield, Marco Wilson's out for the year. They left him with a, a defensive backfield with, like, four DB, scholarship DBs. I mean, it's a, it's a wreck. Here's You it's know a, what, though? Having to DBU. Looking back, this guy was unbelievable, and he should be celebrated for how good he was. Mm-hmm. But, boy, did he make a colossal mistake when it comes to facilities. Jeremy Foley, I said it today earlier. Foley. I mean, this is where they've slipped. Yeah. They can't get the recruits. I know. You know, I mean, and, and I hate that. I think the standalone football facility and all that crap is so stupid, it is stupid. when it comes to recruiting. But it's obviously but a it's, thing it's, because it's that's real. where they lost all the recruits. And, and, and yeah, Dan Mullen is going. It's going to take three years because that thing won't be built for then, and then Mullen won't have built his. It's You're you're stuck in mediocrity for the next two seasons at least. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't argue that. I don't know how they're going to win seven games this year. Yeah, now I still think this guy can coach offense. I think he can get something out of the offense. This yeah. will be a little bit of a panic response this week. Yeah. 16 points. I know. 16 is not yeah, good. Like, like I said, if they lost to Kentucky 38-35, that would be, be okay. Yeah. Right? Because at least, what do I keep saying? All Mullen has to do is score. Yeah. They've got to score. They almost have to score more than win at yeah. this stage of it. Yeah. They've got to score. So he's he can do that. What happened to the tempo? Yeah, where did the it tempo go? tempo was gone. It Everything was way was too gone. long at the line of scrimmage before they were getting plays off. They were bang, 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 bang the other night against uh, Charlie. And the tempo was gone. The tackling was atrocious. 20 missed tackles. Yeah, I don't believe I heard that. today 168 yards. I don't yards. believe that. I'd say there's more. You think it was more? I think there's more. I don't I don't believe that. 168 yards. It was atrocious. It was atrocious. <laughs> it was one of the worst. I, I mean, I, the, the lost decade continues. I don't know what to say. It's amazing. And if you look at the good teams, they're always good on defense still. Yeah. The Gators even have been good on defense. They're not good on defense. All these kids that they tell us, and again, I don't like to name names because it's at the college level. But I'll just say this. The names that we've been given, oh, this kid's a player, this kid's a player. They're not. No, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. They've had two or three years, and they're not making plays. Their five-star guys are CeCe Jefferson and Martez Ivy. Martez Ivy wasn't very good on on, on Saturday night, and CeCe Jefferson didn't play. You can't get on the field. That's the only two five-stars they got. Amazing. Amazing. And we're not even talking about the gap to Alabama and Georgia. No. I mean, it's unbelievable. Let me Try to get back to mediocrity. Tennessee. Yeah. Let me know how they're going to beat Vandy. Let me know how they're going to beat Colorado State this weekend. 19-point favorites, I'll, you know, to lay the lay the points. Take take the Rams. At least you know what the problem is in Gainesville. They don't have players. They don't have enough of them. Yeah. What the heck's the problem in Tallahassee? You know, I mean, what is going on? I, I did, I they have the more game, players so. than people. Yeah, people are now all of a sudden, we don't have as much talent there. No, that's a lot. Stop the car go and get out. Their, go look at their – Recruiting rankings in like 14, 15, 16, 17, it's top five. It's still good. Top if five. Their offensive line stinks, but after that, they've got a lot of good players. A lot of good What players. is going on? I'm sh- I'm stunned. I've been here 10 years. It's the most stunning thing I've seen yet. Willie Taggart. These first two weeks. Willie Taggart generally takes a while to get things going, but Willie Taggart, it's not like he won. It's, you know, he didn't win conference championships in South Florida. So it's it's a risky, it was a risky hire. A little bit. And but you got to give him time too. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not saying um, pull the plug on. No, no, him. I he know looks a little stunned. He does look a little stunned. Lethal simplicity is not working. <laughs> <Lethal>. uh, <laughs> and and an all time low for FSU was the 
the turnover backpack. I mean, what in the hell was that? I don't know. Listen, guys, it's okay to don't copy Miami. You're FSU. They're your rival. Don't ever copy Miami. And don't and to and to make it a, a like a like a thing you take to school. It looked like what, what like a like a what was that? Was it a sponsorship deal? No, <laughs> it must have been. What happened to college football around here? I don't know. It's, what is going on? UCF says it's just fine. Well, UCF. If you put UCF in the Power Five, I'd buy them right now, big time. Buy them over the other two. I mean, it's unbelievable. When the I came three. here, Florida had won two national titles. Florida State won one in 13. And now this, five years later? Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. Sad, really. It shouldn't happen. It's sad. It's sad. And it's going to take a while to fix, but they better get after it and try to fix it. Otherwise, you know, they're going to be stuck, as 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 you can see. And it's right there in front of you. You, you thought Florida would be Florida forever. Well, listen, Florida before Steve Spurrier – was 60 years of uselessness. Mm-hmm. And they finally got the right coach, and Spurrier took them to mountaintops. And then they got the wrong coach, and they came back down, and then Urban Meyer came, and they kept them up, took them back to the mountaintop. And now they've hired a couple of duds, and you know, hopefully Dan Mullen's not that guy. Yeah, that's unbelievable. All right. Uh, hey, we do want to mention real quick a couple of great high school football games this week. Oh. Like, we have a big week with the Jags, yeah. and now the college stuff seems to be on the back burner this week got? anyway. But we got Lee at Columbia. Ooh. I'd like to go to that game. I don't think Weber's going to allow me to, yeah. but I'd actually like to go to that game. I've never been to Columbia on a Friday night. Oh, that's fun. And I would like uh, – and Bowles Trinity. Ooh. I mean, we got two really, really good uh, high school games. So if you're looking for something to do Friday before the big weekend of college and, and Jags Patriots, uh, a couple of ball down, games to go. Pay attention to that schedule. I missed that one. There are a couple other good games, actually, too. Uh, they're all up for our game of the week, actionnewsjacks.com, the place to go. And we're going to try a little something different, hopefully, at the end of the week. We're going to do some picks, Dan. Okay. We're going we're to help people gamble. Nine and one against the spread to start the well, year. Well, there you go. You might Friday, be off to a good start. Nine and one. Meanwhile, Weber wins the fight for the Fedora on TV. He'll, he'll, he'll we're, we're not worried about him. Yeah. All right. For Dan Hicken, I'm Brent Martin. A lot to get to. Enjoy the rest <laughs> of your week, everybody. He's at the day off. He's off. And Marcel Robinson, day off. Who's in here grinding still? We get a care. They're paid hourly. We're paid salary. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. Love y'all. Have a good week, everybody.